0: France in the summer of 1940 and the general Renault calls up Churchill and says it's over and Churchill said how can it be you've got the greatest army in Europe how can it be over he said it's over so I had that suppressed feeling I can't be as wild as Carville but he is damn smart and I think he's damn right on
1: this one who's got the cigarettes here yeah. yeah looks like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking all right let's get started Hey, good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you are, whatever you do. A lot of things happening in the world today. Most of them are far beyond our control, you might say. So, perhaps it's time we took a pause and thought about life and thought about the laws of gravity, politics, and or the news. Don't touch that dial, just try to hear us out for a little while. Well, just like that. Now they all hate him. (laughs) Of course, if I said that, and I did say it a couple weeks ago, I'll be told that I'm the problem because I'm laughing my butt off at the whole thing behind their back. The Text machine, area code 209-565-DAVE. That's 209-565-3283. Email dave at show.com. Of course, we're on the web. You can go to the show.com or look for The Dave Bowman Show on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes. And we're actually on... Stitcher now, so you can get us on Stitcher. I, I don't know why it matters, but apparently you can now get us on Stitcher as well. It makes no sense to me. I don't know why it matters, Rod, but it, apparently it does. <laughs> Welcome to Rod. Good hey. to see you again. I, you see know, you. I, I belong to all these organizations about podcasting and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, you gotta be everywhere, you gotta be everywhere, you gotta be everywhere, and I'm like, really? Why? But apparently... It, means something to somebody. Not me. What are you going to do? You
0: you got to trend somehow.
1: There you go. So the Nevada caucuses were held this past weekend. And I don't know. I mean, nothing unexpected happened. Everybody was predicting that that the communist. Did I call him a commie? I'm sorry. He's not a communist. He's not a communist, Rod. Do you know how many fucking. Sorry. Do you know how many freaking emails and texts and comments I got? He's not a communist, Dave! Did you really? Yeah. You know (laughs) what? All you people that took the time out of your busy lives doing whatever it is that you do to remind me that Bernie Sanders is not a communist because you missed the entire first half of that conversation where we talked about the term. Remember this? Fellow travelers? You're right. He is not a card-carrying member of the Communist Party. He's never written his name on the thing you feel better now oh he's a socialist rod
0: that's a very fine line
1: socialism the goal of socialism is communism you know who said that of course the watchers do because they see the slide you don't but but, (laughs) that's a direct quote from vladimir lenin now when it comes to people who know what socialism and communism are who are you gonna listen to Bernie freaking independent, not a Democrat Sanders, or Vladimir freaking Lenin.
0: Who's actually running for office and wants to, like, you know, be as politically savvy as possible. So he's not going to want to make waves. Right.
1: He's not going to go out and go wave the communist flag and go and sing the international. I mean, he's just not going to do that because that would be political suicide, right? I mean, that's the conventional wisdom, is that it would be political suicide. And he's just not going to do that. But my God, he's not a communist. Okay. Live in your own <laughs> little fantasy world and, and pretend he's not a communist. That If that's what makes you feel better, go right ahead. Because in the meantime, all you people that are, you know, pro-Bernie right now, you got to be kind of melting down too, don't you? Because he won the caucus. That's the thing. He won the caucus. And <clears throat> now... <laughs> within minutes of his winning the caucus, it seems like the entire media cabal of the entire United States that hitherto seemingly has never cared about this, all of a sudden, man, they are melting freaking down. Chris Matthews. I played that little clip there at the beginning. Do you know what he's talking about? Let's go back in history a little bit and, Kind of tell you about. First off, he's wrong. Renault was not a general. He was the prime minister of France. So in 1940, France had the biggest and best equipped army in the entire world. You understand that? The Germans, the Nazis, the bad guys, did not. The French did. They had built the Maginot Line, this long line from Belgium to Switzerland. Armored. Dug in. They they were determined that this was not going to happen to them again. They were French, the Germans aren't the Bush aren't coming in here again. They had the biggest army, they had the strongest army, and but they they lacked imagination. And really, no matter how you slice it, the German leadership at that point still not under the direct command of what's this guy, the funny guy with the muscle, what's his name? I forget his name. Anyway, he wasn't really in charge of the army yet. The generals were still running things. Um, and <clears throat> this actually happened. I don't know if you knew this, but they, they were going to do the same thing they did in World War One. They were going to invade Belgium and swing left the von Schieffelen plan. That's what they were going to do. And for some reason, they had written this down in a set of orders that they then put on a little airplane to fly to some of the commanders. Okay, stay with me now. The plane, of course, got lost and crashed in Belgium. So the Allies picked up the plane. They went, <laughs> they looked at the piece of paper. and They went, oh, look, they're going to do the same thing again. So guess what? We're ready for that, aren't we? Yeah. And the Germans went, oh, crap. We, they have our plans. Should we do the same thing again? No, we were not going to do the same thing again, because that would be stupid. Yeah. And so they sent the armor through the Ardennes. They cut behind the lines. As soon as the shooting started, the British and the French moved their lines forward into Belgium like they said they were going to do. And the Germans cut behind them. And at no point did the Germans ever outnumber or uh, outweigh the French army. The French lacked coordination. They lacked uh, Imagination and by the time they figured out that oh all we had to do is turn around and attack south by the time they figured that out it was too late yeah and and it, it, to this day i mean you can i there's a great series on netflix right now um, great moments or something i don't remember what it's called of the second world war and very much in detail about this and the fact that uh, one of the things that um, Uh, the French generals tried to do was cut the lot, cut the German lines from behind, but they just, they, everything was so piecemeal that they couldn't do it. And they were, uh, you know, it was a, De Gaulle was in charge of one of the French divisions that tried to do this and they almost succeeded, but you know, things happen. Luck goes your way. And so to that degree, he's right. Matthews is right. Um, They called and essentially said, you know, look, we're beaten. We can't. You know, we, we the government's going to fall, and 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 they have a, a much different governmental system than we have and that we're used to. Rod, and so when the government fell because of the lack of confidence in things, same thing happened in Britain. Chamberlain's government fell. Churchill came in, and you know, a few days later, this invasion happens. When the government fell, you know, what do the people turn for for? inspiration where do they where do they look and of course what they got was Marshall Patan, who was um you know you know all the tropes and the characterizations we put about the surrender french surrender monkeys oh yes that's Marshall Patan. i mean that's okay. that's that's him i mean he he is the embodiment of the french surrender monkey and he threw up his hand as prime minister and went, okay we quit and that was it and this this mentality, and that's and that's what Churchill was trying to say to to uh, Renal was, you still have the whole army is still in the field. All you got to do is turn around and go the other direction. And he was like, "No, we're beaten." And that seems to be like like Matthews and others have said that seems to be the attitude of the Democrat Party today because Bernie Sanders won Nevada. <laughs> so that means it's over, right? We've done. What have we done here? We've done Iowa. New Hampshire, and Nevada. Is that right? Yeah, I so. So three it's... tiny states, let's face it, mostly white. Yeah. And that's it. It's over. Do you buy this? Do you buy this argument? <laughs> I, I think that it's probably
0: a political ploy in order to try and get people to, uh, to the polls to swing out yeah swing outside of this new candidate Bernie Sanders who seems to be leading
1: well would that work I mean the general presumption is that South Carolina is is Biden country I mean I again I don't know how much faith I put in conventional wisdom on this stuff but that seems to be the conventional wisdom is that Biden will at least do better in South Carolina if not stop Bernie but is that is that worth thinking about? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: It, it just seems the weight that they put on these first few elections just doesn't seem uh, proportionate to really the rest of the country. I,
1: I, it's like college football, isn't it? Yeah. It's. I mean, seriously, think about this. It's like college football. Um, if you lose. well, OK, let me rephrase it. It's like college football used to be. Under the BCS, under the stupid playoff system they have now, not so much, but under the BCS, let's say you're a mighty team like, I don't know, pick a team, North Texas State or something, and you go play Michigan in the second week, Appalachian State, you play Michigan in the first week of the season, and you beat them, Michigan season, Michigan, mighty Michigan, with 11 games left to play, their season is over. (laughs) what i mean that's that was the mentality in college football now it's kind of now the mentality in college football is if you're going to lose lose early lose in the first two weeks sure you know but win your conference and and all that stuff and you know don't lose late becomes the thing which which actually kind of makes more sense when you draw the comparison to the the primary system is you okay so you finish second or third in iowa or Nevada. Does that really stop you from winning on Super Tuesday? I, I, there's a momentum thing, and I get it. You know, this is the same thing that happened with Trump, is you had all those candidates and momentum. Remember, we, I remember talking about this. The momentum started building, and he wasn't blowing people out. You remember? I mean, he was winning by yeah. one or two points here and there, and and or losing by one or two points, or refusing to show up to debates and stuff like that. And the next thing you know, he's standing on the stage at the convention going, thanks for the nomination. Yeah, Why can't that happen on the the Democrats? Why are these people so convinced that the socialist, communist Bernie Sanders is going to win? I think
0: think they're stuck in the sky is falling mentality. Everything with them is an emergency or urgent situation. Oh my gosh, it's over. What are we going to do?
1: But why is he in there to begin with? That's the question. See, this is the part I don't get. And maybe... Maybe this is where I'm really coming from on the whole Bernie thing. I don't understand how this guy is even considered to be a legitimate candidate for the presidency of the United States anyway by the Democrat Party. Number one, let's face facts. Number one, he's a communist. Number two, he's not a Democrat. In his entire life, he's belonged to the Democrat Party. That is, he signed on the dotted line and said, sure, I'm a Democrat. Twice. 2015 and 2016. 2016. Hmm. What was going on then? Anybody remember? Any, anybody? What was going mm-hmm. on in 2015, 2016 with Bernie Sanders? Oh, what was he doing? I, I seem to remember. Uh, he was running for something. Running for something. What was it? Oh, president on the Democrat ticket. That's right. And then he, as soon as he got ripped off from the nomination, um, you know, the same people that hate the Electoral College love superdelegates. You ever notice that? Anyway, oh, yeah. point is that as soon as he was no longer a candidate for the presidency of the United States for the Democratic Party, he went back to being an independent. And he went, no, no tear that paper up. I'm not an independent anymore. Now or not not a Democrat anymore. Now I'm an independent again. Uh, guess what happened last year, 2019? Oh, I've got to run for president again. Yeah. So he what should switched. I do? Get that paper out and sign it. I'm a Democrat again. That's it. That's that's his entire functionality as a Democrat. Now, look, I'm a Republican in the sense that I'm, I'm a rhino. I guess I'm a Republican in name only because I can't bring myself to sign up for the Libertarian Party. And there's some reasons for that that we've talked about in the past. Um, I have very Libertarian philosophies. But I don't agree with the Libertarian Party because I don't think that the Libertarian Party represents those Libertarian philosophies. Nor do I think the Republican Party does either. And I want to be very clear about that. I do not believe that the Republican Party represents best the things that I believe in. However, comma, the Democrat Party, and certainly the 7, 8, 15 people they have on the stage right now, are the antithesis of those things and exactly the opposite. Leaving me with literally no choice yeah right no I mean, choice no choice at all i can vote for donald trump or i can vote for some uh, here on the ballot they had an uncommitted delegates <laughs> <laughs> like holy crap here in washington we did away the democrat party did away with the with the caucus system this year i don't know if you knew that or
0: not yeah no, i didn't know that <laughs>
1: cuz they had to so in nevada where they have a caucus system they the Iowa caucus do we have the results on the Iowa caucus yet does anybody know
0: uh, i thought they they kept saying oh we got 100% reporting but i never heard what that number was that they've been well, i told you that, i told
1: you that would happen i told you they would never tell yeah. you what the actual numbers were because they they don't know and the the end of it is they declared one of them the winner sanders the winner but he got the same number of delegates as Buttigieg coming out of that so coming out of the Iowa caucus they had the same number of delegates then they go to new hampshire and then they go to Nevada where New Hampshire's a primary. Now they go to ne- back to Nevada. And oddly enough, the same caucus system supposedly worked really well. Except except that Mr. Budaj now, I don't know if you saw this or not, is complaining about the I quote did. unquote inconsistencies in the Nevada results. Meaning what?
0: Meaning there's something wrong with the numbers.
1: Oh, you think? I don't know what the I don't know what it would be. I don't know what would be wrong with the numbers, and I, I really don't know why Pete Budageg, Budageg, whatever, uh, would be complaining about it. Do you? I mean, every poll that they ran for two weeks prior to Nevada was Bernie Sanders is going to win. Bernie Sanders is going to win. Bernie Sanders, the salt communist, is going to win. And yeah. lo and behold, the the caucus numbers show that Bernie Sanders. One Again, most of the people who voted in it voted against him. Yeah. But that counts as a win, right? But but Dave, it's a mandate. (laughs) Shut up, Kristen. (laughs) Sorry. For those of you who didn't see last week's show, there's a reason why I say that. That's an inside joke for those of us that used to live in the 26th District in California. I no longer do. I couldn't even... (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Just, he Sorry got me. he got me on that one. That's that's like John saying, "Dave, I have nipples, can you milk me?" I mean, every time John would say that, I was done for the day. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny and you just got me with the other one. So Putaj right. is complaining that the numbers aren't aren't adding up right, which essentially he I would think then that why, why would you do this? Why why would you argue this? Do you do you actually believe that there's anything wrong with the numbers on this? Uh,
0: me, I I don't know. I mean, I can't say one way or the other. But it's just a political stunt to cast doubt. Bingo. He's looking at future votes, uh, future votes, and that's votes what, and that's what it
1: is. It's it's now that now that Sanders is the quote unquote front runner. Like I said, the 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 media is coming apart on this guy, which. I got to be honest with you, uh, Rod, I got to be honest with you here. I almost called you Todd. I don't know why, but I got to be honest with you. This is funny to me. And as you know, we've been talking about something else that's very funny to me today, too, which is (laughs) inappropriate. But but at the same time, this is hysterical to me that Chris Matthews is now coming unglued, that James Carville is now coming unglued, that all these left media personalities are coming unglued. This is going to be a disaster. I don't disagree with them, but why now?
0: I don't know. I, I, I it's got to be to sway future votes, I guess. Right, but, to, but if to, the mentality
1: is, you stop the front row. I mean, if the mentality is, once you get past the first three, you're done. We're calling up. We're calling up the Prime Minister of England and saying. We're beaten. If that's the mentality, why are we waiting till now to do this? Why weren't we doing this six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, right. tw- t- t- six months ago? Uh,
0: maybe they're thinking they're going to spur on more voters to possibly change the momentum. I, it we, doesn't make sense to I me. Mean,
1: numerically, I agree. Numerically, it's like being down 35 to three in the second quarter of the Super Bowl. I mean, you, go, you yeah. look at it and you go, and, and believe me, as a Broncos fan, <laughs> been there are a few times, um, you look at it and you go, well, we could still make this work. We can still come back on this. There's still time. Yeah. But reality is it's not over. And these guys are acting like the reality, unless you're the New England Patriots, they're acting like the reality is that this is over, that they're done, that they're that they're complete, that they're finished. And because they're finished, it's there's no way whatsoever that anybody can do anything to save this from ending up in the clutches of... What's the word for it? Uh, a fellow traveler, some guy who's yeah. who's not a Democrat, who he's not a communist, baby, who's not a communist. Slobbering emails. I'm going to get about that again. He's a fellow traveler. <laughs> for God's sakes, the I, I watched an interview with him this morning where he denied he I didn't support the Soviet Union. Well, why uh, the hell did you honeymoon there then? <laughs> I, this is what I don't get. I don't understand. From a demographic standpoint, I get it. It's young people, right, who yeah. are undereducated. Well, let's let's just say under, undereducated. Let's say underexperienced. They have that no experience sense. in life. They they have no knowledge of the Cold War. They have no knowledge of the Second World War. They have no knowledge of any of this stuff. And, and i I'd,
0: I'd posit that there is a level of indoctrination too from higher ed.
1: I, I I don't doubt that. I don't doubt. I mean, that's what schooling does. Schooling does. And do, sure. I mean, I deal with that. My son's in fourth grade and we had to have a conversation the other day to unindoctrinate him about some things that were coming home from fourth grade. And it was like and, and I had to literally walk him through my son's smart enough for me to walk him through things and go, OK, wait a minute. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? And he was like, wait, then this doesn't make any sense. It's welcome to the real world. I'll grant you that there's some indoctrination elements there, and and I accept that. But at some point, don't these people have to go out and get some experience in life? Don't they have to go out and learn? Don't they have to pick up a damn book and go, isn't Chris's Matthews rant going to cause some of them to go, well, what happened in 1940 to cause the (laughs) French to give up? Isn't that going to work at all? Isn't there going to be some element of that? And and what about the other 70%? Why are they just throwing up their hands and going? He's the front runner. He's going to be the nominee. I don't
0: um, know. I, I I have no answer for that.
1: <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, the same thing happened with the Republicans in twenty sixteen. Remember, I mean, there was so much hatred for Trump, which I think is hysterical. I don't yeah. I didn't vote for Trump. Don't like Trump. Don't agree with Trump on a lot of things, but I think it's hysterical the way he just drives people. He just he just the guy's a submariner. He really is. He knows yeah. how to spin people up at 400 cycles, and then just laugh about it, and and that's yeah. what makes him so wonderful. And I like that, I really do. I, I I know this will strike some of you as odd, but I do like to annoy people just for fun sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Been known to do it, and it's fun to it's funny to me to watch their reaction to when you spin them up because they just <laughs> slobbering emails and the whole nine yards and comments and. <laughs> And then you just sit back and laugh. And it's like they just don't even realize, and the same is true with Trump. Well, the same thing happened in 2016. Here he is. He wasn't winning a plurality of things. The Republicans could have stopped them, but they couldn't get out of their own way, right? Just like the French, they couldn't figure out how to turn around and come up with a coherent strategy. To that degree, Matthews is right. And that coherent strategy is, how many people are on that stage right now? Six? Yeah. Five, like that. Four of them are going to have to quit. Four of them are going to have to throw up their hands and say, it's in the best interest of the Democrat Party that I step down. And therein yeah, lies the flaw, sense. isn't therein lies the flaw, doesn't it? Because not one of them, not, not going one to. of them is going to. <laughs> not one of them has the stones to go. This is what's best for the country. This is what's best for the Democrat Party. This is what's best for everybody except me. And I'm going to sacrifice myself and fall on the sword, metaphorically speaking, and you know, kind of become Frenchish in a way, but but it, do it in a way that actually benefits us. Instead, they're on to South Carolina, where they're going to keep on fighting. And by the time they actually give up, it may be too late for them, don't you think? It may be. And then what? What happens
0: then? Uh, there's no way that Sanders is going to win.
1: You know, you say that. You say that. And I agree with you. And I, I'm going to say this unequivocally, and I'm not kidding around now. The idea that a major American political party would nominate this man for the presidency of the United States absolutely pisses me off. It nauseates me. The idea that I spent 11 years of my life, that my grandfather spent time in his life, that my great grandfather spent time with my friends, I buried friends, to defend. The Constitution of the United States, which Bernie Sanders would chew up and spit out in a heartbeat if he were the President of the United States, just pisses me off. And, and frankly, you Democrats ought to be embarrassed. Number one, he's not one of you. That's a fact. He's not a member of your party, except he signed the line a few months ago to make sure he could get, you know, some element of that. He's never been part of you. He's a freaking communist. Don't send me any more emails because you're not going to change my mind. He's a communist, period, end of discussion. And the fact that your party nominates him to be president of the United States ought to embarrass the hell out of you. But instead, you don't know what to do. You're just like the French surrender monkeys. You're just like Marshall Patent. You don't have a clue what the hell to do. And so, like the Republicans in 2016, you stand there and go... (laughs) And then what? And the difference is... The conventional wisdom is he can't beat Trump, but the conventional wisdom was Trump couldn't beat Hillary either. So I don't know that i jump on that right away. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I just think that there's a lot of unknown factors, especially with those that didn't vote for Trump last time, I would think are more inclined to now. Well, I know I am. You too? Yeah.
1: I know I didn't vote for him last time. I didn't either. <laughs> Speaking of spinning people up, as a general rule, I don't tell people who I'm voting for, but this time around I just had that feeling, Rod, that it would annoy some people. And so I did. Cause that's the kind of person that I am. I gotta get going. We gotta get going. Take the time right now, tell the people that matter your life, you love them very much. You'd miss them if they weren't there, so don't pass up those opportunities you don't wanna have. That regret. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. And the and we'll Dave See Bowman you next time. Show is
0: a Slippery Fish Entertainment production for the Podcast 99 Internet Radio Network. For more information or to complain about how the show offended you, the text or voicemail number is
1: 209-565-DAVE. For more information about the show, log on to the DaveBowmanShow.com.